Welcome to Health Law Expressions. This is Josh Hodges and Katie Packler with the law firm of Horty Springer and Mattern. Health Law Expressions is our podcast dedicated to cutting-edge developments in health law. On today's podcast, we're going to look at recent developments surrounding medical marijuana, and in particular, we're going to focus on the use of medical marijuana by employees. Why is it so important that we talk about employees right now, Josh? Well, there's a lot of interesting developments in terms of medical marijuana use and how states view that. And there's some tension between the federal government and state law on this matter. So employers that are located in states where medical marijuana is allowed may encounter certain legal pitfalls that they may not be aware of because A, the law is changing, and B, because there is some legal uncertainty here. And what about employment in the hospital context? I mean, we're talking about healthcare here. So why are we talking about employment? Well, for a variety of reasons, but one of the most pressing reasons is because more and more physicians are being employed by hospitals. In the past, that was relatively uncommon, but as most of our listeners will know, we're seeing uh, an ongoing shift towards more employment of physicians. It's not going to go anywhere anytime soon. In fact, the trend's likely to accelerate. So whenever you have an employed physician, you're dealing with all of the protections that apply to any other employee under the law. And that's found in some state laws, is that right? Yes. So most of what we'll be talking about today will deal with state anti-discrimination laws. Of course, there are federal anti-discrimination laws that you have to be aware of, but for the most part today we'll be looking at how this is applied to state law. Can you give our listeners a little bit of background on the federal law versus the state law, just so that they know what exactly we're dealing with here and why there's such tension among the states? Definitely. So under federal law, marijuana is considered a Schedule I drug. So what that means is that in the eyes of the Federal Drug Enforcement Administration, the DEA, marijuana is seen as having no currently accepted medical use and is also viewed as having a high potential for abuse. So basically, that means that federal law makes marijuana an illegal drug. But that's not the end of the story. There are limits on the ability of the federal government to enforce that. So when a state legalizes marijuana, this creates some tension, especially for recreational use, but also for medical use. And each state has actually been taking up this issue as we've been talking. Even right now, there's probably a state taking up the issue. Oh, definitely. And we're seeing medical marijuana statutes in more and more locations. And as recently as mid-December, the governor of New York announced that it was a priority to allow for recreational use of marijuana in the state as early as 2019. So I expect that many more states will consider this issue. And even if your state, as of now, doesn't allow marijuana use, it may change in the future. So let's talk about state law and employment law and how this all works out, especially for the hospitals that we would be dealing with in our everyday work, as well as, you know, employed physicians. So first, I'm curious, in the employment context, has there been anything in the news recently where an individual has been employed and has maybe used medical marijuana or maybe marijuana for recreational use? Oh, you know, it's so funny that you mentioned that. You know, just recently, a few months ago, we saw Elon Musk on Joe Rogan's podcast smoking marijuana on video while he was CEO and board chair of Tesla. How did Tesla handle that? Well, even though Tesla, um, let's just say that Tesla's code of conduct policy has some prohibitions on this and that there may be an issue there. I'm not sure how Elon Musk fared in the long run, although I suppose he did step down from that uh, as board chair. But it certainly wasn't uh, something that Tesla was happy to see, I would imagine. So essentially, the employer had its own policies and completely didn't look at the state law in this situation, but rather its own policies governed. In that case, yes, it's a prime example of where even if the use of marijuana was legal under state law, the employer's policy still created an issue, and the employer still had the discretion to prohibit an employee from using marijuana, in this case recreationally, So today I think what would be great is if we give our listeners a snapshot of kind of what's been happening in 
case law. Because there haven't been many cases out there recently, or at all really, about medical marijuana usage for employees in the workplace. Or employees being employed, but also using medical marijuana outside the workplace. So first I wanted to tell you about this one case in New Jersey, and I believe you've heard of this case, and it's Cotto vs. Ardob glass packing. Essentially in this case, the New Jersey statute was looked at, which specifically says that employers are not required to accommodate the medical use of marijuana in any workplace. That is an unequivocal statement that an employer doesn't have to make any type of accommodation for an employee when they're using medical marijuana, whether it's outside or inside the workplace or how often they use it, they do not need to make an accommodation. In this case, specifically, the employee brought a suit against the employer because the employer wouldn't let the employee continue working at the organization because he or she was using medical marijuana. Oh, that's interesting, Katie. What sort of job are we talking about? Well, actually, we're talking about a forklift operator, which you would assume that a forklift operator probably shouldn't be using medical marijuana, whether it's on the job or not. Oh, that's interesting. So here there was a safety issue involved, and yet you still saw the discrimination lawsuit arise. Yes, and the forklift operator basically said he hit his head on the roof of the forklift. And then he said to the employer that he was actually a user of medical marijuana as well as other pain management medications. The employer asked him to take a post-accident drug test, and he said he would show up positive for those drugs. So he was afraid to take that test. The employer basically said, you can't come back to work because you are not following our drug policy here at work. He brought suit, and the federal court in New Jersey said that neither the New Jersey Compassionate Use Medical Marijuana Act, or we stated earlier, nor the New Jersey Law Against Discrimination compels an employer to waive its requirements for employees to pass drug tests, even when those drug tests include testing for marijuana. That's interesting. So there we saw a state anti-discrimination law being used um, as part of a lawsuit filed by a medical marijuana user in an attempt to force an employer to avoid taking an adverse action. Now, are there other courts that have taken a different approach? It sounds like it didn't work out for the plaintiff in this case, but is that is that true always? Yes, even more recently. Now, that case was in 2018, in August, actually. But in a more recent case, in September of 2018... In this case, it was actually a Connecticut case. The law states in Connecticut that medical marijuana usage is allowed for qualifying patients with certain debilitating medical conditions. It also says that the employer is not allowed to take any type of employment action against an employee for use of medical marijuana. And this situation is completely different as far as the law goes. It says that the employer cannot take any type of action, whether it's in firing or hiring an employee, with regard to their medical use of marijuana. Oh, so that's interesting. So here we're seeing a much stronger protection of the employee who's using medical marijuana. And it's common to see states that will protect certain conditions. In this case, I believe it was post-traumatic stress disorder that the patient was suffering from. Yes. So she was entitled to use the... She was a qualifying patient. I see. So I remember in this case, and actually what what I was reading earlier was, you know, this individual was asked to take a drug test prior to employment there and didn't realize that the employer actually had a zero tolerance policy. There was no allowance for drug usage in the workplace or outside the workplace there's a zero tolerance policy and the offer to her was rescinded is that right that sounds right to me so it sounds like in this case the employer had this policy and felt justified in saying we're not going to allow that here even even though we know there's a medical use and so the court in this case actually went with the plaintiff and because of the law in that state and the court said we know that the employer had a zero tolerance policy however the law says that the employer can't discriminate against an employee based on their medical marijuana use So that's interesting. So here we're seeing state anti-discrimination laws 
being deployed by plaintiffs to try to protect the fact that they're using medical marijuana and perhaps their employer has a conflict with that, wants to have a drug-free workplace, whatever the reason. And we're seeing mixed results. In some states, the plaintiff is able to at least make it to trial. In other states, it's being taken down pretty early on. But I would imagine this would raise concerns for employers who are active in a state that allows medical marijuana. Exactly. It's all dependent on the state law and what the state law says. And every single state that has some type of medical marijuana allowance in their law, such as Connecticut, New Jersey, or any other state that allows medical marijuana usage by a qualifying patient or somebody that has a medical marijuana card, an employer must be concerned about whether or not they are allowed to disallow an employee from working there or discipline the employee for having medical marijuana in a drug test or whatever it may be. I see. That employer has to be very sure how they handle the state law. So that's interesting. Now, if it were just recreational use, do you think there'd be any kind of protection there for purely recreational use of marijuana? Right now, I think the landscape is based on medical marijuana usage. I think recreational usage may be something that comes up in the future, but I think medical marijuana usage right now is is what employers need to be worried about. Definitely. I would I would definitely agree with that. The medical marijuana is what you're going to want to look at. And again, the key thing is that some assemblies required. You're going to want to look and see what your state law says, but there could be a risk patient who's validly using that and you're located in one of these states. It's important not to forget to look at your state law because, I mean, there are states that allow for a zero-tolerance policy in employment situation, especially for hospitals that have zero-tolerance policies right now. A lot of our clients do have zero-tolerance policies, so I think it's important to look at the state law and, and determine whether or not that's allowed. And if you are operating in the hospital context, you know, one bit of advice, this is a general bit of advice that's not specific to any one state, is that when you're crafting policies, if you focus on what's best for the patients and you focus on quality of care, you will often have a stronger legal position than you would otherwise. Many state medical boards have issued uh, opinions or at least have, have expressed some concern about physicians who use medical marijuana. Even if they're not under the influence when they're on the job, there's concerns about the effects of the cognitive impairment that can result, especially over chronic use. So I think that you'll see a, an emphasis you know, on patient care will be a best practice whenever you're crafting these policies, although again, you must check state law. That's right, Josh. And it's important that we keep our listeners apprised of any crazy or important things that happen in this area of the law, as it will affect them in the future. Oh, definitely. We'll try to keep you updated. And we hope that you tune in next time to the Health Law Expressions. Thank you.